Thanks for tuning in to Good Friends, Better Rivals on the Let's Get Ready Network, the place for coverage of all the things you love. On this feed, we debate and discuss the NFL, the NHL, English Premier League, Pro Tennis Tours, and more. If you're interested in supporting the network, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash LGR underscore network. And please leave a rating and review of this episode. Enjoy the show, everyone. Boom, bang, shakalaka. Welcome to another episode of Good Friends, Better Rivals. We got a special edition, guys. We are live on Monday night because the Cowboys had a Monday night game, the Giants had a Sunday night game. So we have we won, baby. Time Can you let me get do the fucking intro? The fuck is wrong with you? God. Let me get through it, then you can start yelling. Let me get through, then you can start yelling, okay? Jesus Christ. All right? All right. Now you know the Cowboys won because Mr. Maniac here couldn't wait a minute. He couldn't wait one minute. One minute. He couldn't wait. You started to start yelling. I couldn't. God, man, you just... That's too exciting. All right, guys. Welcome to a special edition of Good Friends Burbs. I'm your host, Ferris Bona. And the crazy person that right, shut the hell up even see, see, you still did it, you still did it, you still did it, you still did it. That crazy person right there is Caleb. Like you've noticed, Cowboys won. Um, they beat the Los Angeles Chargers, San Diego Chargers in my in my heart for forever and always, but you know, whatever. But it ends with a Justin Herbert interception by Stefan Diggs. Um Post game is on. Um, uh, Scott Van Pelt is talking about it. He's in SoFi Stadium. But now let's get right into it, man. The game, this up and coming. Caleb, take us through what happened. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's, uh, it's an awesome win, man. We we absolutely needed this win, uh, especially say one thing for right multiple now. reasons. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh, oh you don't like um, getting interrupted? Yeah, Stephon Gilmore interception. Yes, um, but yeah, for multiple reasons, uh, we need we need this win, um, because obviously coming off a horrible, horrible loss um, to the Niners last week, we look like you know complete trash. Then also going into the bye next week, you know you don't want to go into the bye uh, five hundred off two two in a row losses. That's just a horrible look for you. It, and it's just we mm-hmm. just need to keep pace. We need to keep pace with the other teams in the NFC East. Um, you know, we saw that the Niners and the Eagles both lost uh, yesterday, um, and that was even more reason why why, why we need this win. Um, so so we can be right there with them. Um, so yeah, definitely a lot of reasons we need this win. Extremely happy we got the win. And you know, mm-hmm. just like Jay saying, um, we just came up really clutch on defense on the, on that last final drive. Um, and defense was playing great all uh, pretty much all night um, uh, for the most part. I mean, because um, they really should have only had 10 points. I mean, we kind of got screwed with the, the that punt um, that got muffed. Um, 
because the guy got blocked. Oh, I did say and... Stefan Diggs. You're right. My bad. My bad. You Stefan Gilmore. Stefan Gilmore. I apologize. Yeah, Stefan Gilmore. Gilmore with the interception. Sorry, Bill's game yeah. still in my head. Yeah, Gil- Gilmore, great interception. He, he was getting beat sometimes, but other times he was playing great. He, but he came up clutch um, with the interception. Parsons, they did a pretty good job in Parsons. They they were they had him um, um, blocked pretty uh, pretty well for most of the night. But then he got he, mm-hmm. he got through when he needed to. He showed up when we absolutely needed the pressure on that play. We got pressure on both those plays. That's what caused the interception. Um, getting pressure on both uh, on both those last two plays of the game. Um, on on the Chargers had an offense, and that that's what ended this game. The defense played well, uh, extremely well. Especially they had to coming off the 49ers where they gave up, uh, you know, over four points. Um, so we needed to to respond, and I I definitely think that the defense came came today and responded um, uh, back um, from how how they played. Um, yeah, I just loved it. Marquis Bell. I got got shout him out. I mean, my, my God, mm-hmm. that dude was all over, especially when we had Leighton Vanderesh out. He's going to be out for some time. I'm um, not sure how long, but uh, Marquis Bell showed up and played that pretty much that role of you know he he was covering, he was he was hitting, uh, he was stopping the run, he was he was doing everything out there. He was all over the field. Um, Marquis Bell just you know you know he was showing up you know early in the season and right here he shows up again. Really, really impressed with how how he's been playing, and we're definitely going to need him play like that with Evander Eshout going forward. Um, and yeah, the secondary was getting, uh, you know, uh, sometimes they were getting cut, but since uh, other times they were being great plays, like the Gilmore interception. Deron Bland almost had an interception on the on the previous drive um, that could have ended the game as well. Um, he, he dropped it though, but he, you know these guys are making plays like that, and that's what you like to see. Um, like I said, the only reason why they scored 17 because we got screwed on that that muff, that muff punt and got them basically gave them the touchdown right there. Um, otherwise, they they would have probably uh, held them down to 10, um, which is damn good. You know, I'm very, Wait, very how did you very, how did you uh, get screwed impressive. on the muff? How did you get screwed on the muff punt if your if your punt returned because muff? The guy the gets punt. blocked into him. Yeah, because the guy gets blocked into him. Yeah, that's your that's your that's your return team's fault. Don't block him into something. Okay, and we. Okay, and that's not allowed. You're not supposed to block the guy. You're not supposed to have the guy get blocked into the a return. That's not what's supposed to happen on the. Wait, your your guy's blocking him, right? Yeah, he play... gets blocked into the returner. That's it. That's that's the catch interference. So as as the opponent is shoving the blocker away, he shoves him into the. No, the, as it the guy really is shoving fast. the block. No, as the guy is shoving the guy. Into the, the to mess up the to muff the punt. That's you're not supposed to be able to do that. Yeah. Okay. My bad. Sorry. It happened very fast. Another was... guy into the punt return. I have a. I was. It was a little. It was a little hazy. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was a little hazy. I was a little tired when I was watching it. So I probably missed that play. Uh But yeah. You know. If you. If that's what happened. I got you. Uh Well. You know. Speaking of Micah Parsons, four. Uh, four pressures and a sack. A clutch sack. Clutch sack at the end. Yeah, I, like I, like I said, I think I thought they did a pretty good job. That right tackle, um, you know, had oh, his hands Jay, full, that's hurtful. He, that's hurtful, man. Van yeah, Gersh, was Sean Lee when it comes to injuries. No, I mean Sean Lee was always always hurt. I mean Van Der Esch, he was always hurt. He's had one major All injury, mm-hmm. and then he's had this injury um, this year. I don't I don't think he anywhere close to Sean, he's not, Sean Lee. Yeah, he's, not, he's not always Sean on the either. injury report. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived on the injury report, but. Absolutely. Um, 
Yeah, so like I said, uh, the, the the I thought the right tackle did a pretty okay job, but he did get beat, and Michael Parsons got the better of him um, on 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 key plays because he did get uh, on previous play. Uh, he he definitely got in there and pressured him. Believe us, um, Rashawn Slater's their right tackle. Rashawn Slater. No, uh, it, it was the opposite side. It was uh, the other guy. You, you said the right tackle. That's their that. You mean the left tackle? Oh yeah, because you're right. It's, it was the left tackle out because I was thinking because Michael Parsons was on the right side. That's what I was thinking. So Trey Pimpkins the third. Yeah, yeah. Look, Pimpkins. So Pimpkins is the one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was on him most yeah. of the night because that's where Mike Parsons was lined up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we got enough pressure because and definitely you saw uh Justin Herbert get um hurried a lot on his throws. Like he was missing some clear you know, pretty open guys. Like he was missing a lot today. And I think that had to do a lot with the pressure um that we were causing. And it wasn't just from Mike Parsons, it was on the other side too. Um, because I thought I saw Demarcus Lawrence get in there even um, you know create a holding penalty uh, on uh, Rashawn Slater. Um, so I thought uh, the defense was getting penetration. I definitely, oh, Dickie Zua uh, had seven tackles um, in the game. He, he was stopping the run. They couldn't run the ball. Um, I think that that's where I was definitely impressed with because we've seen how bad our rush defense can be. And for uh, um, Osa to um, be stopping the run every time like that, uh, I was definitely impressed with that. Um, yeah, you. So it was. Yeah, so, it, was um, it was Austin Eckler's first game back. He's been out yeah. injured for the past couple of weeks. Uh, he only managed twenty-seven yards, um, I believe, twenty-seven yards rushing, and he only and he had uh, he had four catches for thirty-five yards receiving. So you kind of balled him up. Um, and 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 in a more on a more um, you know correction note. It's Rashawn Slater's on the left side and Trey Pimpkins is on the right side. So I had them flipped. I had them flipped. So Micah okay. was was rushing on the left tackle side. Yeah, he was on Pimpkins' side. So he's no, so he's on the right tackle side. Pimpkins. Yeah, that's what I said. Because the right the stack, yeah, 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 my bad. Yeah. So so yeah, it was, I, I was okay. I still got the person right. I just got he wasn't the left tackle, so I messed that one up. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, on, he beat Trey Pimpkins right on that stack. Yeah. Um, yeah. another another uh, another storyline for this game, it was uh Kellen Moore going against his former team, um, a team yeah. where he was, I, in I was Dallas get for there about... once I got on the oh, okay. Uh, continue, Caleb. Um, yeah, yeah. Obviously, the big story was going the Kellen Moore, well, whatever. Um, revenge game. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, oh, like I always been saying, I I always be saying. Like he could put up as much stats as he wants. Kellen Moore doesn't call winning football. He doesn't have our defense to um, save his ass and uh, win the game for him like we did in this game. Um, he doesn't have that with the Chargers, you know, um, and that's why they keep losing. Um, you also have a head coach that makes terrible decisions, so that 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 just adds on to it. Um, then you had those two bozos over there in uh, LA, and that's why they're two and three. Um, so that that I just I didn't I wasn't impressed with anything. I think we were stopping most of what he was calling. We stopped him on that uh, on the um, when they were in the red zone as well. They turned it over on downs. Uh, um, so he wasn't for all the all the praise he was getting that he, oh they called such great red zone. Well, he didn't call it such great red zone plays uh, on that drive because um, we stopped him there. So you know I didn't I, like I said I don't think uh, Kel Moore's really anything. Everybody wants to give him praise and like he's going to be the next head coach of the uh, Chargers, but uh, he's not good. I don't think he's good. I don't think he's a good play caller. 
um, all the crazy ones, but he's not going to win games for you. Yeah, kind of underwhelming, you know, knowing that I know they don't have Mike. Yeah, and here's the thing, too, about the Chargers as well. Uh, Mike Mike Williams is out. I believe he tore his ACL a couple weeks ago. Um, their rookie wide receiver they drafted is not doing anything. Quinn Johnson, um, um, it's not something where it's like, oh, he's a rookie fair. It's like, <clears throat> now the last couple of years, man, rookie wide receivers have come in and they have produced. They have played v- very well, and he has not replaced Mike Williams in this offense. It, it could have been easily Mike Williams, uh, Keenan Allen, and him, and then he, Mike Williams got injured, and then it could be again. Prior to him being drafted, it was Mike Williams, Keenan, and Josh Palmer. He has not assumed the the Mike Williams role good enough, and he, and it's very and it's very sad to see. He is he's it's not looking good for Quentin Johnson. Also, it's not looking good for Quentin Johnson, and he, him. I'm not gonna lie to you, man, Caleb. This wide receiving draft, none of them look good. None of them have none of them have caught the eye, you know. You know, Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, uh, J- JSN in Seattle, um, Quinn Johnson in San Diego. None of them have popped. None of them have popped. Last year, Alave Wilson popped. They they popped. The person no. we were watching was Drake London. But these these four, I, I know Ravens fans are going to be like, oh, wait, Ferris, Zay Flowers had a touchdown last uh, last week. Yeah, but he hasn't popped. It's also the scheme that I mean, doesn't help Zay Flowers. Yesterday too, so I mean, yeah. Yeah, but they're, they're not popping for me. I don't know why, man. They're just not popping. There's not a game where I'm like, that. they, they showed up. Because remember last year, man, Garrett Wilson came in. Well, get, well, Jalen Hyatt was drafting in the third round, dumbass. All right? All right? <laughs> Stop being stupid, Jay. Right. Well, I mean, that's you know, the thing. I mean, no, I don't think any a lot of people expect a lot from this receiving class. That's why they called it one of the weaker classes in you know recent history. Um, I don't think that's surprising at all, really. No, nah, man, people were high on this class. They were high. I don't think so. I that's, well, at least that's not yeah, no, what I was I, hearing. I, they I was, do. Uh, I was hearing they were I, high I, on this class. I was hearing a lot of. I thought I thought they were uh, low on this class. Well, well, Jay, if you were being funny. You know, jokes are supposed to, you're supposed to make people laugh when you're funny. If you don't make people laugh, you're not funny. So, that wasn't funny. Oh, <laughs> all right. But, you know, but, 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 but the, the year prior, there was only three receivers, you know, Drake London, like people were on there, but none of them yeah, had but they that were last year. Really high, though. Yeah, they were, you know, eight, eight, nine, eight, nine, and 12. Yeah. Eight. Eight, ten, and twelve. You're right about so that. I, 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 that's where the expectation shifted. So yeah. No, but yeah, but these receivers, man, they were drafted. You know, what was it? 20, 21, 22, 23? Exactly. Back to back to back to back. We're on the back end of the, yeah, back end of the first round instead of the front yeah. end. I think there's a different expectations for that. Nah, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm still thinking, man. You know, first round picks, you gotta do something. You gotta do something, man. You gotta do, you gotta do something good. Gary Wilson had that had the Browns game, you know, Browns game last year where he took over. He said, Give me the ball, you know what I mean. And none of these receivers have really been doing it like that. And you know what? I don't like Brandon Cooks getting a touchdown this week when he hasn't been given a touchdown all all the weeks prior. When I bench him this year, this week on fantasy, huh? When I bench you, you decide to get a touchdown. Is that what it is now? Is that what it is? All right, I yeah, see how I it mean, is. 
It's just weird how we how we're playing our our receivers. Um, you know, for most of the season. I mean, we obviously haven't been given Brandon Cooks the routes that he's probably used to, and all, and all mm-hmm. the other teams he's he's been on. I think I, I just don't think we're using utilizing him properly. Um, and, and the uh, the correct routes that um he, he usually does. I mean, I just don't I don't I don't see uh, that from the play calling standpoint. But that that's probably just part of the offense and. That's why he's not uh, not fitting in as well. He, but still, when you throw it to him, he's making some clutch catches. It was a clutch catch on the the third down play that he had to the on the um, it was like um, third and ten or something. Caught, caught it for first down. Gets up there, makes a great catch. Obviously, has the touchdown. Um, so when he gives it to him, like he's he's still there. Like he's still making great plays. Um, I just don't think we're we're using him properly. I don't think we're using Gallup properly. I mean, he's. He's looking, you know, he's kind of up and down. He's making some good catches, but then he like misses on a ball and can't can't get to it. And you know, it's kind of up and down with with uh, Gallup. And then and and uh, C C Lamb just man, you know, he yeah, he balled out uh, tonight. He he was really good. He, he was catching everything. You know, stone him um, and, and making some really really good plays for us. So it, it's just weird how, how we're playing some of our receivers and again a no show for the tight ends. And I think that's part of the reason Once why. Again. Um, that that's I think that's why we can't get uh, I can't find a lot of people open. That's why he's kind of looking around trying to create a uh, time so the receivers can get open because you saw the, uh, a lot of plays tonight where uh, Dak was you know had a guy right in his face, he kind of using his feet out and creates time, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he create, creates time for the receiver, get open, throws it to him, but. That's that didn't happen last year. That happened didn't happen in previous years either. Usually, Dak would have the tight end open and he could just dump it off to him. Uh, this year, you want you want to know why? Really you want to know why? That tight end had a great week this week in in Houston. His name is Dalton Schultz. He did. You you threw he Caleb did. before the season, man. I told you, are you gonna miss Dalton Schultz? And you told me, nah. I we ain't gonna miss Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 nah. I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. Well, I just thought I just it wasn't that Dalton Schultz himself. I just thought you know um, that the the one of the one of these tight ends. I thought I mean we have a lot of tight ends there. I thought at least one of them w- would you know take a step forward and 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 um, you know make himself the starter and uh, and, mm-hmm. and and show that he, he he's the guy. But none of them really have have done that um, throughout these first you know uh, five six games. You know, and that that's what's disappointing. Just very disappointing that. In the um, tight end room, um, and that I think that's part of why Dak's getting sacked a lot. Um, the offices on the line didn't really Mr. have a Jay. great game. They've been. T- they yeah, need Jason Wynn back. And man, even now, speaking of Dalton Schultz, man, he's he's become a favorite of C.J. Stroud in Houston. I mean, it all says I me mean, he could have been a, he could have been a favorite in Dallas if they wanted to keep him. Also, too, <laughs> um, the Dallas Cowboys, the third team in the NFL history, have fifty wins on Monday Night Football. Behind the the San Francisco 49ers and the and the Pittsburgh Steelers, Cowboys are ten and one following losses the last couple of years. Uh, as well yeah. as, I'm a big fan of Dak Prescott using his feet, showing the um, the mobility around him. He had a he had a rushing touchdown, um, where he the fourth down conversion where he pulls it he pulls it from Tony Pollard and he and he finds a crease and he runs. Good decision on his part, man, because. Those decisions, man, you got to make them very quickly where if you're going to pull it, you're going to let it be, 
you got to make him fast. You got to make him fast, man. And he made the quick decision, like, nah, I'm taking it. And he takes it back and runs it. Good decision. Um, n- nothing out of the nothing, nothing catastrophic for him. He didn't do nothing catastrophic to ruin the yeah. game. He 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 played a good match. Uh, Mike McCarthy played a very fine game. I think both teams were a bit conservative, and you know they couldn't really get into a rhythm until towards the end. In my opinion, the way I was seeing this game going, uh, it's Monday Night Football. You know, Monday Night Football. Uh, ten and one st- following the loss since the start of the twenty twenty one season. That's in the NFL. My bad. I want to finish that. Yeah. One. Uh So there's that. Um, Cowboys yeah, played well. Bring up with Jason. Um, yeah, we got we put a lot of resources into that tight end room, and um, we like we haven't really seen a lot from it, and that 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 sucks. I mean, I mean, I mean, the point is the reason why we got these guys. Uh, you, Jose, can, how you doing, block. brother? What's up? Because they can block, but we we haven't Jerry? really seen that either. We haven't even seen we haven't seen the, that that blocking from him because we couldn't run the ball at all tonight. Ran the ball fifteen times uh, for thirty yards. At least that's what uh, we gave. So Tony, is, Tony is it Ferguson? Is it Ferguson the blocker or is it Hendershot's the blocker? Schoonmaker, Schoonmaker's blocker. No, but but two, but no, I know that I knew that. But what about the other two? Are they both receiving threats. Yeah, I mean they're all kind of blockers. They all can block. So there's not a single receiving threat. At all. I mean, they're supposed to be. They're supposed to have the ability to block and receive. That's why we got it happening all. But they don't have the ability to get open. Is the problem? Um, yeah. That, so that's, that's so they're, the none of them are receiving is. threats then. Because I think before I mean, Caleb, before we previewed the season, now before we previewed the season, we were talking about how each of them were one dimensional. Where it's like one of them was the receiver, one of them was the blocker, and then Shoemaker was the other blocker when he drafted him. Well, how they used. Think, but I think they all kind of have like a blocking, well, except for Hendershot. I mean, but I think Ferguson and Bolt Schoonmaker can have uh, have their blocking ability. But that's um, what I thought. I thought Ferguson I, was the blocker. I, I missed and... the fact. What, what I missed is that uh, their ability to get open is uh, is what I, I very minimal. On that. Um, Shout out to Dalton Schultz. Yeah, because doesn't seem like they can. This is the uh, most we've ever brought up Dalton Schultz in in the show, and he and he played yeah, for the Cowboys, I, and we. We never brought him up this much. Mm-hmm. That that's why um you know that's why I just think Dax kind of like you know kind of kind of making decisions kind of have to read everything um and sometimes get sacks and you know like I said the offensive line didn't have a great game um they 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 let him get sacked uh, way too many times uh, in this game they've caused way too many penalties and and that's for the whole team. Smith um, duo I mean, this Smith problem. duos on the left side. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the penalties uh, is ridiculous. I mean, how many penalties we caught, caused, you know, committed. Um, I just don't get it. I don't know why the we can't get past were, this. Uh, 11 penalties for 85 yards. They had nine for 79. Yeah, there's a couple yeah. of uh, bad penalties early on in the game. Like, Sam Williams' hands to the face bailed out the Chargers. Um, yeah. Just a couple of just, just, just mental mistakes, you know? It was yeah. kind of it was kind of bad on their end. I don't I don't know why. I mean, we're supposed to be past that. Uh, we we put that away, but then it's come come back, and I I just don't know why we we can't get disciplined enough to stop committing these dumb dumb penalties. I don't know why they can't see where they're lined up on the offsides penalties. I I just don't get it. Um, just dumb penalties um, that we're, we're causing, and it's and it's hurting us big time. Um, probably shouldn't have been this close if we just don't commit that many goddamn penalties. 
but you know that that's kind of this team right now. Um, but just finished up the the offense. Uh, I, Dak himself, I, I thought he played way better uh, than he did last week. Obviously, uh, uh, didn't throw any interceptions. I definitely think he uh, was protecting the ball um, well, um, that, way more than he did last week. Um, he was 21 of 30, 272 yards, touchdown. That's kind of mm-hmm. the normal Dak Prescott stat line, um, pretty much mm-hmm. for his um, how, how how he looks like every game. Um, that's normal for him, um, and you know it works. Every good you game know, it works. That's every good game. Yeah, I mean it, it works. I mean it's not anything flashy, but it's it's efficient and it gets us the win. So that's all. all that's that's really all I'm asking for him to do um, is to to do that and then get the uh, come out with the win. And that that's fine for me. He doesn't have to put up you know a bunch of gaudy numbers. Um, if he does this every game, you know I think we can consistently put together wins and um, do what we want to do. Um, it's just you know those bad games that he has, like he does against the Niners. Um, it, that that's what kills us, and he can't be doing that. I thought his decision making was a lot better. Like the the when he when he when he kept the ball, he ran for the touchdown. Great decision. You know he read the defense mm-hmm. well. Um, he on that fourth down ran it for 18 yards, and that's why I like to see Dak Prescott do. I like when he takes off and runs when he makes that 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 decision to just take off, and he did that a lot. He had a lot of running attempts, and that's the Dak Prescott we used to see when he just you know decided to just take off and run, and he would get the first down or he get the touchdown. That's what we used to see, and then he stopped doing that at a certain point after uh, you know a few of his injuries that he's had. Um, and, and we're, um, we're just wondering like, why, why is he not doing what he used to do? And now he finally, finally looks like he's, he's back to his old, 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 um, how he used to play. And that, that's what wins. That's what gets us a lot of wins. Um, and as long as he keeps doing that, like, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm loving um, what I'm seeing from him. All right. It was a good game. It was a, st- st- it was a yeah. standard game. Nothing, nothing, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing really you know, popped off. Like, I, I personally, with me, I was like, you know, it was kind of just like a run, run of the mill game, to be honest. Uh, I had, you know, I had no complaints, really. Um, you know, it was a good game on both sides. Uh, it was, it was a game split by inches, you know, one sack here, one, one missed call there. It was, you know, just a, just like a, yeah. a normal, the, yeah, primetime game. Yeah. I think the only, the only, the big, Kelly was a uh, Tony Pollard on that that sixty yard catch he had. Um, mm-hmm. Dak just makes an amazing move. Like he was dipping and dodging all types of defenders, and he just throws it to him. And then Tony Pollard breaks a tackle, and then he just goes off. Like that was a great play. I, I mean, that was probably the one big play of the game. Um, mm-hmm. Kind of turned the game for us because we were that was like third down for us right there. And if we didn't get that, we were and, you know it was, it was strong for us definitely. All right now. The other primetime game we had on Sunday Night Football, we had the Battle of New York or Battle of New York, New Jersey. If you want to get all real technical, um, the New York Giants were against the Buffalo Bills. Um, going into this game, I'm going to be real. I had no hopes whatsoever. I had zero hopes on the, the team I, playing. I, I actually the had team. probably a little more hope than you. I kind of I felt... I- I kind of had a feeling it was kind of uh, going to be this kind of game. No, you, um, no, you didn't care because last no. week, you, yes, no, no, you didn't. Last week, no, no, last week you literally said, oh, I would have chosen the Giants to win if Buffalo yeah, didn't lose. Yeah, I would have chosen them to win. But then, no, but then you said, no, no, 
but then you said, but then you said, oh, but I still Buffalo thought it was going to be a London. close game. I still yeah, thought it was going to be a close game. I didn't. We'll run the tape. We'll out. run the tape. We'll run the tape. We got tape. We'll run. I don't it. think I made it. Yeah, I said you guys weren't going to win because they won. But I, I felt like I was going to pick you guys. Oh, to win we, the game. you we weren't going to win because they I won. Expert analysis, John I Madden. Said, Excellent analysis. You I, know what? The sky I, is also no, blue. I did say that. I said that you guys were going to win if they had won the pre previous week. Yeah, but then you said, but they lost the previous week, so they're going to win. Yes. So, yeah, exactly. Which they did. They did win. But I still yeah. felt like no, it was I watched the game. be a close game. But I still felt like it was, was going to be a close, close game. game, though. It was a close game, man. It was a, it was a yeah, phenomenal that's game. I, said. I had a feeling it was going to be close for because I, 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 I just felt like that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. So let's get right into it, man. The defense, the, the biggest, the biggest key is here. They're gonna, people are gonna talk about Tyrod Taylor, Daniel Jones. I don't give a shit about that. I don't give a shit. You know, it is, it, it is what it is. Yeah. I, I, well, I should, but the my the biggest storyline coming out of that should not be that. It should be the defense showed up. This is the defense against one of the best offenses in the league. Uh, shut them out. Shut them out for three quarters. They, you know, they, 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 their two touchdowns came in the fourth quarter when they needed them the most. The game was in hand. The game, the Giants' defense showed up and showed out. It was a tremendous call, game called by Wink Martindale. And you know what, man? Bobby Okereke. Bobby Okereke, man. That man was playing like his hair was on fire. He balled out. He showed people, man, hey, man, I'm that dude. I'm that dude. Remember who the hell I am. Him and Michael McFadden, that pairing really showed up. Um, I'm still I'm still a little irritated by the defensive line, man. You know, the defensive line, they lead the league in almost sacks. He almost had a sack. He almost had a sack. Oh, he almost had a sack. Oh, he almost had a sack. I'm sick and tired of this almost having sacks. Get the sack. Get the sack. Your hand is on Josh Allen. Grab his jersey and pull him to the ground. Get the sack. Kayvon Thibodeau leads the league in almost sacks. And it's annoying me. You had you had so many sacks. We we have phenomenal. We had two turnovers caused by Bobby Okereke. First, it was the fumble on Gabe Davis. They had a good drive going. The drive was going good. Pass it to Gabe Davis. Okereke comes and Peanut Tillman's in. Punches the ball out. Recovered by Mike and McFadden. And then, then, Okereke uh, tips the ball away and it goes tip drill. Boom. Mike and McFadden right there. Another one. But then it all stalled out in the red zone. We couldn't get points in the red zone. We had to settle for certain field goals and then don't even get me started on the play before halftime. Where it was, apparently, it was, it was a run pass option. With an audible to a certain look. We're in the red zone. It's it's like five seconds left. You can't run the ball. You can't run no. the ball. I don't care what look you get. I don't care if they're blitzing everyone in their mothers. You don't run the ball. You don't check to a run. You pass it. You stay in pass, and that's what you do. And Tyrod Taylor, he said in the press conference, it was ball. him who adjusted it was him who did the audible. He was the one who switched to play. He took responsibility. Big, massive blunder. But there shouldn't, there shouldn't even be an audible to, to run the ball. There shouldn't be a, an option to run. There shouldn't be yeah. no 
It should be always yeah, but just nowadays, any audible should be yeah. passed. Yeah, you know, you know, nowadays, you know, you know, you know how the, you know, the, we gotta, we gotta have four layers in the play call, blah blah blah, whatever. But you know, but there's no, we're like still up but zero. That's what I'm saying there shouldn't be any layers that in that situation should be one, one pass the ball. Should be I'm one. with you, I'm with you. But here's the thing: I was like, okay, it's fine. We're still up six zero. We're still up six zero. I'm like, okay, cool. We're still up six zero. We're fine. It's fine. We're still up six zero. It's good. Whatever. The defense is playing very well. We're still up six zero. Um, other big key: our left tackle Joshua Zudu, he gets injured. Early on in the game. And guess what we have to do? We have to bring in Marcus McCaithen to play guard. And we kick out Justin Pugh, who literally has only been on the team for two weeks. Yeah, he, who said, literally, that. he said that on the Sunday night. Football. Literally, during player introductions, he said, Justin Pugh, straight off the couch. They made Justin Pugh, who hasn't played left tackle in two years who's coming back from an ACL injury a year ago, they made him play left tackle. He had to play left tackle. He was here to be, he was here to play guard. He looked good. He looked good playing guard. And then he looked good playing the whole, tackle the because off the line played their best game that they played all season. But, he, but here's the, key. They, no, but here's the key, bad. Caleb. They were still bad. Here, yeah, you're right. You're right. But here's the key, Caleb. Here's the key. Here's the key. That Daniel Jones wasn't Tyra, behind them? Tyra Taylor was making quick decisions. Throwing the ball away, checking it down, rush out, scrambling. Like, so, yeah, the best offensive lineman is a decisive quarterback. That is the phrase that has been used for years, and that's what it's always going to be. A decisive running back, it, a decisive quarterback is a good offensive lineman. And then there is, the one, there is that running play. Where it was the same running play. It was the same running play. They did the same running play like eight times in a row. And they got two big chunk plays out of it. You know, and then, you know, they finally, and then Terrell Bernard and then Sean McDermott finally, you know, got, finally got hip to it and stopped it. But Saquon Barkley had a great game. Had a great game. He ran with fervor. He ran with heart. He ran with power. I, I wouldn't say the whole game. He had a great half. Yeah, um, the yeah, first it was, half, yeah, the second half. Yeah, pretty, pretty yeah you're right, good. you're right, you're right. Yeah, All right, fine, you know, you're right. I got a little too excited. I got a little too excited. He had a great second half. He had a great second half. He bounced back. I got, I got a bit too excited. Um, Jeremy brings up the fight. Uh, yeah, I was, I was talking, I was talking to Justin about the fight earlier. Justin, you know, being an idiot, says uh, we were dirty and we started the fight. When you clearly see that, you know, it, it, it it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a scrum, it's a skirmish. Deion Dawkins and Kayvon Thibodeau are hitting each other. You know, they're grab he's he's grabbing his face, then he's grabbing his face, so they're grabbing each other's faces. My thing is this in the in the fight, in the skirmish, don't be grabbing people in a pile. Don't be grabbing people. Spencer Brown gra- starts grabbing people. He starts grabbing Giants players. Don't be grabbing people at all. I have I, I, I for for years, people. People talk about like, oh yeah, but he but he's just trying to help him. Don't grab nobody. And you know what? You start grabbing people, opposing players, like, hey, why are you grabbing my teammate? So Dexalone's like, don't grab my teammate. I'm gonna hit you. Did Leonard Williams need to do what he did? Probably not. But he did it. Shows a little bit of fight. Because let me tell you why, Caleb. Let me tell you why 
it shows a little bit of fight. Because, because, my bad, not that. In the Niners game, the Niners center, Brendel, grabs DJ Davis's arm and tries to pop it out of socket as he's driving him into the ground after the play. DJ Davis gets injured. No one helps DJ Davis. No one fights Brendel. No one says anything to the, the to the Niners center. No one does anything. It honestly, it sickened me. It, it was disgusting to look like it showed the defense had no heart. They were soft, and there was no fight. You let someone do that to your teammate. You just you you you, you he literally did it in front of everybody, and no one did anything. No one punched him. No one took him out. No one fought him. No one did nothing. He got away with it. So I think a couple uh, last week or this week, someone brought that up. Some had someone had to, because y'all let y'all let Brendo get away with like football murder. You you well, you can't do that. That's illegal. That was dirty, and no one fought him. No one said anything. So Dexter Lawrence was like, I can't have another situation like that happen. Where we literally let some random center, a random opposing player, grab our defensive tackle and injure him. And we did nothing. So, did they overreact a bit? Possibly. But I love it. I love it. Because you still got to make up for that. I'm still pissed off about that. I'm still mad that no one took that center out. That that center got away with... Caleb, imagine someone grabbing Jonathan Hankins' shoulder and tries to pin it and shove Jonathan Hankins into the ground. And try to pop Jonathan Hankins' shoulder blade, shoulder blade out of socket. And you see it. You see it on the replay. You see it. And no one on the Cowboys defense does anything for Jonathan Hankins. No one, no one punches the center. No one hits the center. No one makes a problem with the center. Michael Parsons just looks at it and just moves on. How would you feel? Yeah, that, that's just not 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 great because you want to see not the, great. the guys stick up with shit. You want, exactly. You want to, to punch, the other, punch the other team back. Uh, you know. Yeah, like like we we talk about like, hey man, we, we we ain't trying to see no fighting, man. We ain't trying to see no fight. Sometimes you gotta fight. Literally have to fight. You literally have to. Sometimes you literally have to. You gotta show them you ain't here to be pushed around. You know the the Browns and the Niners did it before their game. The, the Cowboys and the Chargers did it before their game. Yeah. The Giants did it in game. Did Leonard Williams slightly overreact? Yeah, I can I can see that. But Leonard Williams had to show people I can't let I can't no, let nobody question our our team and camaraderie, our defensive line unit. I can't let that happen. Was it? Did, did do you think they? Do I think they probably put a little bit extra for show? Probably to make sure people don't question but them I mean, again. You, you, those, those type of guys. I mean, they're they're fighting all night. I mean, the offensive defensive lines. I mean, they're yeah, actually guard centers. Yeah, man. Every play. Someone's grabbing something. Someone's grabbing something that they shouldn't be grabbing. Someone's grabbing a collar. Someone's grabbing a, a chin strap. Some, you know, I play defensive tackle. It's dirty in there, man. It's dirty. It's dirty. They're, 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 you, you, you punch, you grab. I had to punch three guards to get a sack. Like, it's not. It's, it's a world within a world. There's the world of football. Then there's the world of defensive tackles and guards. That world is not for the faint of heart. You can't not love contact if you want to play defensive tackle. 
you gotta love it, man. You gotta love getting hit. You gotta love giving somebody. You gotta love. You you got you. It's a it's intense in there, man. Because they're the key. If they push you, they win the game. But if you push them, you set the tone. So yeah, man, it got it got it got a little excessive. But sometimes you gotta be a little excessive. You gotta be a little excessive, man. Um, another key in the offensive side. Um, we took a lot of good deep shots with Darius Slayton on the sideline. Um, there's a couple, there was a couple questionable penalties. Um, Josh Allen, the, you know, he, the game winning touchdown. Um, I, I, I rewatched the replay and if Dane Belton turns, he, so Dane Belton is guarding this tight end who I didn't know existed. Quentin Morris. Shout out to you, Quentin Morris. I didn't know you existed until that touchdown catch. If Dane Belton turns his head and looks at Josh Allen, interception. Interception. If he turns his head, right there, Caleb, interception. The problem is the ball goes past Dane Belton's head, and Dane Belton is looking at the receiver. He's looking at the receiver. He's not looking back. He doesn't turn his head back. He doesn't turn his head back. But Caleb, he turns his head back a, a split second earlier. Either best case scenario, you get a pick. Worst case scenario, you bat the ball down. But he never turns his head. He never turns his head. You tell DBs, always turn your head when a receiver looks that like this or looks that way or looks back. or just You got to follow his head. He looks there, you look there. He doesn't look back. At all. He does not look back whatsoever. Touchdown. Bills take the lead 14 9. There it is. Yeah. There it is. The how defense played. About the, him not, how do you feel about Dayball not going for it uh, on, 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 on the fourth and short um, and, so, and just taking a field goal? Do you feel like he should have gone for it? Because last what, year, what I think Dayball would have gone for it. We have, well, I don't think we've seen the Dayball from last year. I mean, he's making. Uh, not some smart, smartest decisions um, this year. He's being conservative and a bit. He's, He's being shown. conservative a bit. He's being conservative a bit. I, I feel you. But the thing is here is, man, the defense was showing up all night. Defense was showing up all night, man. They were playing a great game. They were playing a great game. So I understand why he kicked it. I get it. Could he have gone for it? Yeah, you're right. But he seems seen that, you know, man, this defense is, is on fire, man. Like, you know, we, we can get a stopper here. And you know what? He was right, man. Yeah, a couple I, of I, I even with that, I still think it was last year at last year's day ball. I think I think, yeah, you're right. You're right. I also think, you know, when backup quarterbacks are in there, play callers get a little conservative. They get a little tight. You know, when the, the regular <clears throat> starter isn't in, they, they don't really they don't really call him. And also, too, man, you know, the offensive line, you don't you can't really trust it. You know, you have a good couple good plays. Yo, the offensive line had a couple of great plays. The, the Saquon Barkley runs, those long runs in the second half, they're phenomenal. Evan Neal and Marcus McKinnon doing double teams, and you see Evan Neal go up and grab a, a linebacker and, and shove him to the ground. Like, Evan Neal had a good game. You know, there was that one play where Evan Neal was called for illegal man downfield where the, he, he they throw this great ball. Tyra Taylor throws this great ball Jalen Hyatt. It was a bad call. And you know why it was a bad call? Um, Terry McCauley comes on to the the field and says, yeah, back-to-back -back penalties on the Giants where he says, yeah, the first one he says, yeah, that's not a penalty. 
And then the second one, which was the they haven't kneeled illegal man downfield. He said that's not a penalty because he's still blocking the 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 he's still blocking the linebacker. Offensive linemen can block people downfield if they're still blocking them. It's 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 when they disengage the block where they have to move laterally or move back. But Evan Neal was still blocking the defender while the while the play is, is going on. That shouldn't have been an, that should have been a first down conversion. We should have been looking at Jalen Hyatt's knee, which was in. It was in. He was in with control with the ball. First down Giants going going into the red zone. Momentum. But it was completely so the refs messed up on that play. Um, you know, we'll, we'll talk about something else the refs messed up a little bit later on in, in a couple of a uh, couple of minutes. But then as we as but then, you know, they get the ball back with a with with time to ice it. They're gonna ice it, you know. They just need a couple first, they need a first down and uh and 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 or 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 field goal, and that was it. So here's what happens: it's third and eight. They're Dawson Knox is wide open. Defense messes up. He's wide open. He drops the ball. Defense gets bailed out. Defense gets bailed out. They get bailed out. Either it was a bad ball or Dawson Knox dropped it. I'm saying Dawson Knox dropped it because he should have caught that. But then here it is, Caleb. Tyler Bass hadn't missed the field goal all season. He missed one earlier in the first half. He's coming up again for a second field goal in this game. If he makes this field goal, it's 17-19. It's 17-9 Bills. He misses it again. Wide right. Again. So the game is right there for victory. We go down and we and we make it to the one yard line. We're we're feeling good. We're feeling good. Well, you're not feeling good because you wouldn't you wouldn't you would be right there. Set up to kick the game-winning field goal if, if he had kicked the field goal um, right before half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be game over. Yeah, it would be. It would be game over. We, it would be 12-14, game over. You're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct, but they went for it. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. We weren't, we weren't at the one-yard line yet. We throw the ball into the end zone. They call pass interference on them on Darren Waller. It was pass interference. You know, it was just regular old pass interference. It wasn't egregious, but it was pass interference. Bring it down to the one-yard line. They do what they were, they, they did what they were supposed to do in the first half. They throw the ball. Teron Johnson is on is on Darren Waller. Pass is incomplete. You know, it passes incomplete. So like, oh, nothing happened. And then you see it on the replay. Teron Johnson. When Darren Waller gets out of his break, Ron Johnson immediately grabs his collar. Immediately grabs his collar. As Darren Waller is literally a yard, a yard into the break, he grabs his collar and he stays grabbing his collar the entire time Darren Waller's in the end zone. He grabs his collar. He's looking at Darren Waller. He's not looking at the quarterback. His head's not churned. You know, so if you're if your head's not turned and you're and you're hitting the receiver in my world, Caleb, that's pass interference. That's pass interference. I mean, it's definitely pass interference. Because here's the thing, too, man. So they but, bring on Chris Collinsworth. But, they bring on Chris. No, no, let me finish. They bring on Chris Collinsworth and Terry McCauley. Yeah. McCauley tries to 
justify the no call. Tries to justify the no call. And then Chris Collins was like, nah, that's not happening, dog. Let me show you what's, what's up. He shows Teron Johnson, grab him, and he's staying on him the entire play. And then Terry McCullough's like, oh, when you put it that way, it is pass interference, Chris. Yeah, but then the, th Caleb, I think you're, I think I'm going to say what you're about to say. You weren't going to get it back to back. You're just not. You weren't going to get, you weren't going to get it. Not. But that, right there, no. Caleb, that's the problem. That's the problem. This pass interference was worse than the one you called. It was, it was. But you weren't going to get it back to back. That le that yeah. lays the problem. You kinda, you, that lays you the problem right there. Right there, set up for you at the one. Um, you kind of get mm -hmm. no favors after that. You already got your yeah. your one your one freebie. And that that right there, that's what lays lies the problem. You should have called it regardless of what happened, but you weren't going to call it because you already called the previous one. Because the refs are like, um, I don't want no, I don't want that. This one was game. worse that's, than the one you called. Deciding the game on that call. Yeah, That's but you've already decided the game on the play. previous call. But but you've already decided the pre the game on the previous call because it was an you they they bring it back for an untimed down. The game's over, but you call pass interference in the first play, mm -hmm. so it's an untimed down. You, the problem is, dude, they got scared to do their job. But that's what I'm saying. They can't do it twice. But if it happens twice, you got to call it twice. You just can't. So Caleb, can't. if no Caleb, if 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 they rough De uh, Dak Prescott. The roughing the passer the first no, time. Uh, no, no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I think, I think there was definitely two penalties in a row, but they didn't. They weren't going to call it the second time, and I knew that. And I, no, and I'm with you too. That's exactly. That's the problem. That's the problem. You should have called it, but we knew they weren't going to call it. We knew they weren't going to call it because they already called it. But they should call both of them. That's the problem right there. They didn't want to do it because they're like, oh, I already gave you one. Well, you want another one? That's what that's what the energy was. I already gave you one. You want another one, even though it happened? Ew. Like that's what it was. You didn't do your job. And then there's a lot of people who are talking about, like, oh man, Giants fans, you complaining. What y'all tell Commanders fans last year when Darnay Holmes, you know, committed it's like they have every right to complain. Commanders fans should be angry about that play last year. I am not mad at Commanders fans for being mad at that play because it was pass interference. And Darnay Holmes got away with it. He got away with it. And Commanders fans have every right to be angry. They also have every right to be angry at the Terry, um, the, the Terry, the Terry McLaurin penalty pre previous where he asked the ref, Am I on? And the ref says, Yes, you're on. And they still throw the flag. That was egregious. The Darnay Holmes one was also egregious. If the Commanders fans mad about that, you should still be mad about that. I'm not mad at you're mad. You should be mad. I would be mad too. I'm not going to tell you to zip it and shut up because I wouldn't shut up. So I'm not going to shut up about this one. I have nothing going on in my life. I have nothing going on <laughs> in my life. I have nothing. So this is going to haunt me for the next three weeks. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it sucks when you kind of just kind of chalk it up to like, that's just the way, you know, the game is. And it's, uh, yeah. And it's bullshit. Like that part of the game. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just, the one part I don't like. It just is that's the one is. part I don't like, man. It's crap. They call they can call back to back holding penalties, but they can't call back to back pass interference penalties. I'm confused here. They're 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 ready to throw a flag on a hold on back to back plays. They're okay with first and thirty, but you can't give me back to back pass interferences. So like, what are we, what are we doing here, man? What are we doing here? And you know what the the hey man <coughs> like, and don't even get me started on the so called pass. 
roughing the passer call on Josh Allen in the beginning of the game where Bobby O'Carrick, yeah. all he does is shove. He shoves him in the chest and he doesn't even fall. And they call that, dude, it was like, bruh. And then the Evan Neal illegal man downfield, that one was bogus. You know, we got hosed. But, you know, it's the NFL, man. Sometimes it happens. You get hosed. Be mad about it because you got hosed. But, you know, be mad about be mad about it for a week. And then when Sunday comes around, get over it. That's how it would be. You know, that's how it would be. All right. Let's preview the next week's matchups. Uh, the Dallas Don't Cowboys. You are on bye. You're on the bye week. But we are against the Washington Commanders uh, this week. Um I don't know who's going to win this match. I'm, I'm going to be real with you, man. Because last year, we, we we played them tight in both games. One game, yeah. we got a draw. It was a tie. One, one game was a tie. And then the next game, we beat them on Sunday night uh, on primetime, I believe, where Kayvon Thibodeau blossomed, got a strip sack and a touchdown. Um, this game's at 10 a.m. I honestly, I don't know who's going to win. I don't know. Um, they have a, they have a tremendous defensive line. It's just, it's, it's just one of those uh, divisional matchups where you just uh, you can like it doesn't matter who's out there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, one team has the advantage over the other, and at least from last year, you know, you guys played each other tough, and you, you there was no advantage. Ones. Well, yeah. Yeah, but you did because you won and you tied, so you had the advantage. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I'm talking about like the that, games that, are so tight. I don't think there was like a like a an, like an actual advantage. You know what I mean? You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get because uh, even in the victory, saying, uh, even in the victory, it was tight. You know, and yeah, yeah uh, like Jeremy said, uh, Commanders are a pretty inconsistent team. Um, you, you don't even yeah, know man, what they they really are. It you know, don't even start on them, bro. Complete ass. Yeah, but like they they took they took the Eagles. They took the Eagles to the to the, to overtime. In the following week, they get blown out. Yeah. And you know, same thing, same same thing with them against us. This is the only division rival that Daniel Jones plays good against. Literally the only one. Sucks against the other two. Just sucks because he's never beaten the Cowboys ever. He's never beaten the Cowboys. He's beaten the Eagles once. He's beaten the Eagles once, and that was when they sucked with Carson Wentz. So he's been the Eagles once. He's never been the Cowboys. And he's been the Commanders like four or five times. I think it's like five and one against them or some shit. Some nonsense like that. It's like five, one and one or some shit. Or something like that. The Commanders, he he, he loves playing as the Commanders. You know? So there's that. I'm, I'm a little scared of their defensive line. Um, We did wave Jalen Mayfield today to free up a roster spot. And I think that roster spot is going to be occupied by Justin Pugh. He's gonna get signed, I believe, because you don't you don't waive a, a um, an offensive lineman unless you're bringing in another offensive lineman. And I think Justin Pugh is gonna get signed to the New York Giants. Um, Joshua Zudu, yeah. I don't know, I don't know what's gonna happen to him. He he had a foot injury, so I think you know probably Justin Pugh is gonna stay on, play tackle, you know something he wasn't supposed to do. He's supposed to play guard. Yeah, the, the, the command, like I said, the, the commanders are weird because their defense played yeah. really well against the Falcons, but they played mm-hmm. really bad against uh, against the Chicago Bears. So, you know, uh, they kind of just up and down. They're, they're a weird team like that. I mean, they obviously have the mm-hmm. great defense front, but, you know, in the back end, some, some of their secondary pieces can, if you can exploit them, like Justin Fields did with uh, DJ Moore, 
and you know you you can uh, definitely um, do something against them. Speaking of uh, speaking of a uh, wide receiver piece that I'm a big fan of, Jalen Hyatt, man, Jalen Hyatt, man, that catch on the sideline that was negated by the penalty, he was in bounds, brother was in bounds, and then the fourth down conversion, where he's going down the field and he catches it, and he gets smacked. He gets smacked and he held and he holds on and he holds on. You know, you know, a lot of a lot was said about the DBs for the uh for the Buffalo Bills. Their D their cornerbacks were not their starting cornerbacks, but their safeties were still their safeties. You know, Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, they're their starting safeties. So going down the middle of those safeties was a little bet. Kyron Ilum and Christian Bedford, those were the backups cornerbacks. You know, Trey, Trey, uh, Trey, uh, Trey White's Achilles, he tore it, so he's not there. So that kind of helped us in our in on our favor. But yeah, man, Jalen Hyatt, man, he's starting to get in a little groove. He's starting to get in a little groove. This is the people keep talking about Brian Dayball's scheme is there's a lot on the receiver option routes, knowing how to run and where to run, knowing how which route to go. And they're consolidating receiver sets because. Third down, Wandell Robinson, man. Wandell Robinson, that man, that man smooth. That man smooth. Like I said, man, I, I wasn't a big fan of the pick, man. And then I started realizing, bro, you're not average if you're having 102 catches at 5'9 in the SEC. You're 5'9 and you have 109, 102 catches in the SEC with seven touchdowns, 1,400 yards. That's that's nonsense. At Kentucky. At Kentucky, where everyone knows you get you where everyone knows you get you're getting the ball. And your quarterback is Will Levis. Will Levis is your quarterback. You're playing at Kentucky. You're 5'9. And you know what you do? 102 catches, 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns. That's nonsense. He is third down personified. He's oh yo, Caleb, he is fast. He is fast, man. The ACL injury did not take any of his speed. He's always open. He's quickly always open. That deep shot Tyrod Taylor took that 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 was incomplete. Wanda Robinson was open right there, in the, in the flat. He could have gotten that first down. He could have gotten that first down if he passed through. But I digress. I think that's where we have the advantage against the Commanders. You know, the cornerbacks, Emmanuel Forbes got benched. Cornerbacks haven't been playing very yeah. well, and we could take advantage of there. Yeah, that that's where that's, that's, like I said, that's where they're they're weakest at. Um, and yeah, if you guys can somehow get open, I'm no, I mean your receivers aren't the greatest, but if you guys can mm-hmm. uh, somehow do um, get open against against them, which you should be able to, because I mean, uh, it seems like a lot of teams have gotten gotten open against them. Then you can uh, d- definitely uh, have a chance to win this game, and I, I kind of do give you a good good chance to win this game. Is because you know, like I said, they kind of for the same reason last week. You know, uh, they won, so I kind of think you guys have a chance now because um, them getting the win, they bound to come back down because that's just kind of mm-hmm. this up and down commander team. Yeah, man, because they they start off the season two and zero, then they lose the next three. They get blown out by the Bills, take the take the Eagles to overtime, and they get blown out by the Bears, then they beat the Falcons. So I guess the Falcons, who cares? And then they they're against us and the Eagles back to back divisional games. 
So there's that. Yeah, see, they they could be over, overlooking guys um, straight to that Eagles game, and uh, take guys mm-hmm. likely and and uh, you know trip off. Exactly. All right. Thank you guys for joining us on this special Monday night version of Good Friends Better Rivals. Caleb, do you want to do a regular show this week? Because I feel like uh, we I feel like we, we got to buy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Not about yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're chilling. chilling. Yeah. So everyone, that's, all right, y'all. That's uh, that's the show for the week. Thank you guys for showing up and showing out. We appreciate you. Well, there won't be a show Friday, so don't don't look for it. Um, we've you know because Cowboys are on the bye. Giants are against the Commanders. We'll come back next week and uh, break it down, the Commanders game and the previewing of the Cowboys. Who, who are you against in two weeks? Uh, Rams. Rams. Ooh, the Rams. Yeah, the Rams. All right. So the Rams, are you guys get the Rams in two weeks. So we'll recap the Commanders game next week, and we'll preview the Rams game for the Cowboys next week. Because we also, um, so next week we got the Jets. In two weeks we got the Jets. So the battle of the battle of the Meadowlands, or MetLife, um, that freaking graveyard. Where are you living? Sorry, man. Yeah, dude, I guess I'm living in 2005. That's where I am. 2005. Uh, but I digress, everyone. Thank you guys so much for showing up, Caleb. Where can people find you, my man? You can find me at NFLKL22 on Instagram and X, and you can find me on this channel. Even with the buy, because we're ne- there's never a buy when it comes to betting, and that's where you find me. I'm betting the NFL on Wednesdays at eight o'clock, making guys money um, every single week throughout the football season. No buy weeks for us, and that's where I'll be. All right, guys. My name is Ferris Blunt. You feel me at Ferris Blunt on X, Twitter, whatever you want to call it. I'm at the underscore Ferris underscore Mathon on Instagram. Um, you know, it's your boy every every Wednesday. Nine o'clock Pacific, twelve o'clock Eastern. As I got something to say on KSFS Radio, I tweet that out. I drop it in my Instagram story. So make sure to uh, to to ball out and uh, do your thing, um, as well as uh, I yo man. Like last week, I forgot to drop the link in the Instagram story, so that was kind of bad. I apologize on that one. Um, Fridays this Friday. Special edition, I believe none. I think, I think, ah, snap! I don't think so. I don't know. Well, well, well. I have to, I have to work. I have to, um, you know, work, work out Friday nights because I don't know if we're gonna do the open table this week because so, something may have, something may have arisen. So that there's that, uh, as well as um, snap. Uh, usually every Friday, eight o'clock, it's the open table. We've been, uh, we've been a little in hiatus because me and Adelia have been feeling a, a bit under the weather. I, I I was I was sick last week. She's been sick for the past three weeks with COVID. So you know, prayers up to Adelia. But you know, just keep you just keep you keep your eyes on the socials. Uh, make sure the guys. The best way to do it is make sure the uh, you know you subscribe and you make sure you hit that notification bell. Right, that notification bell is key because it tells you when we go live, when our shows drop. They usually drop at three uh, three o'clock Pacific. So make sure to do that. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much it, y'all. Have a wonderful night. See y'all next time. Peace. Deuces. Stay safe. <laughs>